Yo, 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 it's your boy DCG, and you are listening to WNS Podcast. You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. Yeah. I'm Ryborg. Yeah. I'm Doug. And welcome you to episode 276 of the official yeah. podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. I believe we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Uh, and also, I believe you should just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Yeah. Uh, at WNS Podcast uh, on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel and at Tyler underscore Amber. Go, good stuff. So welcome to the show. We've got lots to talk about this week. We're going to cover your feedback. We're going to cover extreme rules, raw, hot topics. Got some Q and A as well. In your face, and I guess my face. But first, how you guys doing? All right. All right. We got jazz hands. Jazz hands. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing much going. Yeah, you ready for the Memorial Day weekend? Sure. You ready for a couple of birthdays to happen this this week? Birthday. Birthdays. It's uh Daniel's birthday. Well, not today. Well, 26th. Thursday. Yeah. And so it's, it's also my wife's, my yeah, wife's there birthday. You go. Oh, that's what I was that's more what I was leaning towards, you know. Yay, it's Daniel's birthday. <laughs> and your wife. Yeah, my wife. Hey, cuz you love her. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> Doug, how are you? Before I get into um, trouble. <laughs> uh, I'm good. Yeah? What's new with you? Oh, just ready for the weekend. That's all. Okay. Same old other than that. All kinds of excitement and fun times. Yeah. Looking forward to the weekend. Hey, man, you trimmed up that beard. I did. Got a haircut, oh, trimmed snap. up the beard. Yeah, I, yeah, I noticed, noticed that. that. I got it, what, last week, I think? No. Did you? Well, okay. No, yeah. I know that he's nope, yep. he's seen me since I got it uh, either Thursday or Friday. I was last paying attention. Week. So you have I haven't seen you since uh, since last podcast, but he's seen me twice: Extreme Rules and Raw, and uh, never noticed. Sorry, never saw it. Sorry, don't care. Don't even care. He's more. Dude, I can't he's, believe he's more concerned about coming over and eating my food. That's Going over good. to my house good and point. eating food. I am worried about that. You so. can't fault me for that. Yes, I can. I love food. <laughs> we know this. Yes. It is a love that will never die. So uh the great hunger. Yeah. So let's uh let's dive into some feedback. Makes let's me feel sad show. for Tyler. Yeah? I don't know. Why? That he loves food? No. He's a food or that, that he, he didn't needs, notice. That he needs your food. Do you need food? <laughs> no, no, I have my own food. Are you hungry? But I might as well eat How's food your, while I'm at his house. I mean, if you're just taking advantage of him, I'm fine with that. Totally, but I'm uh, taking advantage but of him. But if you were like in some... advantage. Dino said it in a way that made me feel like you were in some serious need that I didn't know about. Hook a brother up with a taco. That's all I'm saying. Taco Tuesday. Wow. <laughs> How many tacos? Oh, my gosh. Man. Come on, dog. All right. Okay, I'm fine. I thought he was in serious, some sort of serious need or something. <laughs> he just wants to eat. I got some nuts for you. Oh, yeah. I ate your nuts. Yeah. You were eating my nuts earlier. I was uh, t- 
tasting your salty nuts. <laughs> Sugary nuts, I mean, sorry. <laughs> yeah, they are rather sweet. Yep. So, uh, enough with, of your nuts. With that being said, let's go to the feedback. Uh, first bit of feedback we have, and uh, only bit because we have some that pertains to the Q&A a little bit later on. Uh, first bit of feedback we have is from James saying, on the whole bathroom thing, most people complaining about it makes me feel like they have an HM archaic thought process, though I think I also think transgender people need to understand why people have this short-sighted way of thinking. As the generations go by, this will be less of a uh, of an issue. Transgender people have been going to the bathroom for decades. Uh, on the whole wrestling thing, I haven't got it right now, but I enjoy the podcast as usual. So thank you. Thanks for listening, at least. Uh, yeah, I'm and not thank re- you for weighing I'm in. I'm not really sure what you mean by um, transgender people like need to understand where everyone else is coming from, but I do agree, or at least I'm hopeful that that you're right about the as time progresses, like this is going to be uh, a lot less of an issue. So yeah. I'm hopeful of that as well. So, but I agree mostly. Um, yeah. and give it give it time, and maybe we'll look back and be like, man, can't believe we were like that. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I do believe those people who feel that way are probably on the wrong side of history, but mm-hmm. you know. But that's what's really sort of nuts is that, like, if you don't, if you're not currently watching wrestling, but you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> well, sometimes people that's wild. You know. to, I mean, that's wild to me. I mean, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm we not. Are, we are definitely starting to live in in a more digital world, and uh, I know a lot of people have tried to convince me to to drop cable and just go strictly like Netflix and Hulu and other services like that, mm-hmm. but. It's it's the one thing where it's like I I need to watch Monday Night Raw. That's the one show that I have to have cable for. Um, you know all the others. That's the only thing I watch on cable too. Yeah, it's, it's you know I, I, I'm a fan of Game of Thrones, and uh, you know you can watch that on the HBO app the the very next day and but all that good stuff. For Monday Monday Night Raw, they don't put it on the. Uh the network like, yeah that fast it goes on hulu but it's not the full show oh yeah. really yeah I, I and uh i don't think it goes up on hulu immediately i think it goes a couple days late it's highlights and, uh, it's like a 90 minute version it's basically hmm. like an hour and a half they cut some of i guess the the talking the, the weaker segments out and uh you know some of the, the commercials and stuff so. condensed raw yeah. did you hear something about um they're gonna show like two hour raws on sci-fi did what i what heard was well i think it's like a replay do you remember mm-hmm. how they used to do like am raw do you yeah. remember that i think it's like it's like a one o'clock in the morning yeah on saturdays mm-hmm. i think it's uh i think it's sort of like a hulu version on raw uh, mm-hmm. a hulu version of raw like on sci-fi or whatever but i don't know exactly what the deal is should be what was that it was his phone. Uh, yeah, it was on vibrate and it, uh, it was on the counter so. Wee! Uh, it sounded like a beep like a Bebop, Bebop, and Rockstar. I know. I know you guys aren't particularly into into Game of Thrones. It's not that. Let me clarify before you go any further. It's not well, that I, y'all y'all currently are not watching. How about that? I just don't. I don't have time for another show. And yeah. like, if I if I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna go all in. You know, so I will eventually get around to it. Yeah. I'm sure it's as good as everyone says it is. Yeah, it is a very good show. But for those of you who are, uh, who are listening, who might not be fans of Game of Thrones. Uh, don't worry, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash on you or anything spoil like it. that. No, I'm not gonna spoil it either. Uh, but if you happen to know someone who does watch Game of Thrones and you kind of want to just give them a hard time, uh, just walk up to them and say, "Hold the door." 
And that's all I'm going to say. And they will get sad. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, cable is pretty much the only reason I'm watching Raw right now. I only have cable because it comes with my apartment. Mm. Like, if I was paying for it, well, I'll take that back. If if it wasn't included in my apartment, I would still have cable for the simple fact that I have to watch Raw on <laughs> Monday to do this show. Yeah. Or I would just watch it digitally, like, mm-hmm. you know, I would... I would just torrent it and like, you know, and then keep <laughs> find a stream online yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, so hypothetically speaking, if we were not doing this podcast, would you still, well, I would still have cable because it's oh, yeah, included in my, my thing. But if, uh, but if it wasn't included and I wasn't doing this podcast, I wouldn't have cable. I wouldn't have a need for it. Gotcha. Cause we'll you can, it. you can find it online like 30 minutes after it goes off air. Yeah. <laughs> or depending on where you look, you could probably watch it. With you know, probably a minute or two delay. Sure, people streaming online and all that. Not that we recommend that, but stuff is, that is a available. Wink? No, we're not advocating anything illegal happen. Yeah, although I did just said I'd probably turn. <laughs> said probably. We are, we are ag- hypothetical. We are acknowledging the existence of it. That's what we're doing. So, uh, with that being said, let's dive into extreme rules took place this past Sunday on the WWE Network. Uh, overall, I had sort of mixed feelings about the pay-per-view. There were some good matches. There were some blah matches. Um, you know, two definitely worth watching. But let's go into the uh, the kickoff matchup. Baron Corbin going up against Dolph Ziggler uh, in a Wait, no disqualification. Can okay. I ask, well, how do we get on the d- digital thing? Oh, are you assuming that's why he's not watching because he doesn't? It, I mean, it oh, could okay. possibly be one reason. I just didn't know how he made the, the jump from yeah. that. To, okay, I got it now. All right. If you're listening to the show. Or uh, I, I want to say one of our listeners is said he was a truck driver, and so he's not really able to watch it, and so he'll listen to our show in order to find out what happened over the over the previous week. I mean, I think it's fucking neat. I'm not swimming. Yeah. I'm just, it's it's a wild to me that someone's <laughs> not up on the product but would listen to our show anyway. Yeah. It I mean, is cool. Like, even though it's just, it could be just one person, or it could be you know, ten thousand people. It it still blows my mind that people are listening to our show. Like, yeah, I want to hear what these guys think. You can agree with us. You could disagree. Either way, we appreciate you listening. Just our little shout out. Woo! You you the real MVP. All that good stuff. So the kickoff match: Baron Corbin going up against Dolph Ziggler. No disqualification match. And uh, they didn't really do a whole lot to verify the no disqualification until the very end, in which case Baron Corbin threw a low blow to throw Dolph Ziggler off his game, which makes sense. It's a kickoff match. You don't want to get the crowd too hyped up uh, and spoil too many chair shots or tables or anything like that. You don't want to blow your load on the first match. Yeah, or the kickoff match at that. Kickoff match. Uh, Pre-game warm-up and all that. Um, so any, uh, any particular thoughts on this matchup? Not really. I feel like it was solid enough. I didn't have any real problems with it. Yeah. Right person won and yeah. Nothing that comes to mind really. I'm a little, um, I'm a little shocked to find out that I guess this is going to continue. I thought this yeah. was a blow off. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm not too stoked on it continuing. I thought we were sort of, <laughs> I thought this was going to be the blow off, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean the match itself was fine. I don't have any glaring Thought we're past this. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't type this part up in uh, in our Raw discussion, but they did, like you uh, alluded to, they did have uh, a backstage segment where they indicated that the feud is going to continue. 
And I don't know. I watched it. Tyler watched it. And Baron needs a lot of work. He could use someone to speak for him, if if you ask me. Like, have him just be the strong, silent type. He's not that bad. Uh, it like, was. But he's more confident than he was. He's he's a little more confident, but the delivery in that particular promo, I felt, was pretty bad. I mean, I'll agree. It was pretty lacking. I think it may <laughs> be that he was trying to remember like what he was supposed to yeah. say. That could be. I'm not saying that is. I'm saying it could be it. Where I think Cor- oh. uh, Corbin excels, though, is that I think he plays off the crowd really well. Mm-hmm. And I think he he's sort of taunts back at them, and I think that's where he excels. He yeah. fumbled on his words. That was it, right? And then yeah, Ziggler said something. And he was okay, like, never "Yeah, mind. never mind." I remember that now. I thought I thought which one am I thinking? Of? There was one that I thought he sounded confident in. Mm-hmm. Another another thing to consider is he's not used to doing live promos. He's used to yeah. doing pre tapes so he probably gets a couple of takes at it. You know, yeah. So a little adrenaline, right? Oh, Let's do it again, guys. Loved him up just a bit, but you know, whatever. Um, but going back into kickoff, not kickoff, uh, well, yeah, Baron Corbin ended up getting the win, which takes us into the Extreme Rules uh, pay-per-view special event itself. We kick things off with Anderson. Well, wait, before okay. you do that, I think on the pre-show, whatever, they did an uh, answer and question thing. With yeah, the Rusev. Q&A segment with, uh, with Rusev. He's Doug, did you like- happen to watch that? No, because I was, <laughs> I was, uh, I was so far behind. I just started at the matches because I didn't want to be up all night, and yeah. so I, I just started at the matches. It, it cracked me up. Like yeah. they were doing questions. Like, Let's start with number three, and Todd or whatever. Dude, Todd, what's his name? Not Todd. Yeah, Todd Phillips. They were like, yeah, we had, we just have a few questions for you. First question. He goes, and Rusev just interrupts and he goes, no, I want to start at number three. I want to be done. He with says this. like I a question. I forgot what it was, and he goes, that's a stupid question, and I'm not answering it. And then he goes to another question. <laughs> It was, it was pretty funny. Oh, they did ask, what does Machka mean? And it says, crush, moving on. <laughs> so, Still like Dupont. See that Bulgarian dude on the message yeah. board was right. Y'all doubted that that dude. He said, do crush. Well. I think you could mean like the verbiage. Right. Well, crush. It, it may be like a, um, like a, a tense thing mm-hmm. that we didn't get. I don't know. Possibly. Or they, they didn't get, I don't know. It's an action. I mean, look, I'm going to fucking uh, assume that Rusev knows exactly what it means. Yes. But to me, it's a lot funnier <laughs> if, if it's do crush and do punch. But like for that particular question, you know, he answered it and was like, all right, next question. And Lana looked at him and was like, what kind of stupid question is that? Like, do you not have Google? Just type in Machka. You know, it's right there. Machka, Machka. Yeah. They're like. You're, you're, he's been here for how long and you haven't thought to Google that question? So. Well, yeah. in all fairness, we just decided to Google it. We were time. ahead of that. We were we were at least five days ahead of that. Okay. So, took it upon ourselves. Uh, how we beat you. Yeah. Suck it, whoever asked that question. I have wondered it for a while. I don't know why I didn't Google it any sooner. Yeah. But uh, the, uh, the first matchup on the actual card uh anderson and gallows going up against the usos in a tornado tag match and this match was uh added during the smackdown tapings which occurred either during or after us recording the show so we were unable to give our predictions for it which is fine um but uh anderson and gallows end up getting the victory any thoughts on the matchup itself i thought it was good um i think this is the best match that they've had I think this is the best Anderson and Gallows has looked as a team since being here. I thought they looked really motivated and they worked really hard. The Usos have been working hard and I felt like they have been motivated as well. 
Uh, I don't have any problems with this. I thought it was good. I thought it was entertaining, and I thought it was clearly the best match these teams have had together. Yeah, and I enjoyed the chaos that was uh, happening inside and outside the ring since they were both allowed. Uh, since all four competitors were allowed in the ring at the same time, uh, the, f- the finish was neat too. I didn't. Uh, they sort of went with the no DQ thing without it being like totally like we have to get all the plunder involved. They just sort of got the mm-hmm. ring bill, and I thought that was neat. How, is this like the first time they've like just fought themselves? No, like AJ and Roman involved. Uh, well, they they just. Usos just beat them on Raw like like last week, didn't they? Wasn't that we were like, why would they beat them there? Yeah. So this but, is definitely not the first. Okay. But was AJ and Roman involved in that? No, no, no. I, I'm pretty sure they just had a, a two-on-two match. Hmm. I, I might be wrong about that, but I think they've had tag matches. I thought well, that was our complaint because the Usos just beat them clean. I was like, yeah. A, why are they beating them now? And B, why are they beating them before the match of the pay-per-view? Yeah. And the fact that... JBL was claiming how dominant Gallows and Anderson were, and yet here they are losing to the Usos. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a fun matchup. It was a good start uh, that brought us into the uh, United States Championship match. Rusev going up against Kalisto. Um, any thoughts on on this matchup? I expected and wanted more playing off the injury. Yeah. Um, the way they did the injury angle. I would have expected and I had hoped for Kalisto to come out selling. Like, I know that his offense revolves around, like, hopping around and jumping around, and that limits him if he has to come in without that stuff. But just for, even, as even like, the entrance itself bothered me. Like, I didn't want to see him, like, running down, like, doing, mm-hmm. like, jumping over, doing, doing a roll. Flips like, and- if you're back, if, if it was... I forget exactly what they said the back injury was, but they made it seem like it was a um, a significant injury. Yeah, and if that's it, then I would like I would have liked for him to come in selling the back. He didn't I mean, really show it. Well, yeah, he really didn't until he really didn't show it until they went to the bear hug in the middle of the match, and that's where they sort of picked that up. And uh, I did like the finish where he cuts the he hits the apron bump and then he bends them in half. Mm-hmm. But that spot was cool. But it would have came off so much more impactful if they had started like strong carrying over that storyline. Because he, I understand that limits him like offensively a little bit. Yeah. But he's a good enough worker to where he could have like thought of some stuff to get around that. I just little. I mean, he didn't have to not be able to move. He just had to acknowledge that his back was fucked up. Right. Like just. Don't come in rolling around. Or is he when you the kind of person to. who wants to try and tough it out, and not show your opponent that you're weak or something? Well, to me, that is not a great excuse because, to me, like, t- like, there's a difference between toughing it out and like not showing it, it, it had any mm-hmm. effect at all. Like, you can say like I'm fighting through this while still conveying to the audience that yeah. that you are hurt. Just every once in a while, put your hand behind your back. And then once Rusev looks your way, take it away and be like, no, come on, let's go, let's fight. I mean, there were many ways they could have got around it. I just thought that the the attention wasn't paid to like play off of the injury angle, and I was disappointed in that. Mm -hmm. I expected more from these guys because I like both of them a lot. Yeah. Uh, I do think that um, the right guy won. I think Kalisto's had a pretty good year in ring, but I don't think his character, and maybe not through any fault of his own, but I don't think his character has caught on to the fact where they – needed to worry about taking the belt off of him. You know, so I'm stoked to see Ruru get the big W, even if it's only for him to job to Cena on Monday or Ruru. or Money in the Bank. But, uh, yeah. He got the belt and the babe. 
Good stuff. Tyler, <laughs> thoughts on the matchup? Um, I really don't remember too much except for the end. Mm-hmm. Him uh, leaning back. Uh, rolling it all rolling the way back. Rolling back with Accolade. Yeah. Against the uh, the referee's wishes, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of surprised that you know the the ref didn't call for the bell for a disqualification. Hey, Rusev's not listening to me or something like that. Could have been away from the book. Kalisto retaining had they decided to go that direction. Well, see, I I like that tease that they were gonna throw it out because it looked like Rusev was gonna get himself disqualified. I was like, oh fuck, they're gonna keep it on Kalisto. That's yeah. surprising, but uh, they didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Like. I think he's going to be impatient enough and get himself DQ'd. Yeah. I like that tease. Yeah. So, Rusev, your new United States champion. Uh, after that, we got to see some tag team action. The New Day going up against the VOD Villains. And uh, I was honestly expecting the VOD Villains to win this one because there were, there were so many signals and red flags that they threw up. They, they, sh- they said how many days that they had been champion. They had Xavier compete with, instead of Kofi, which I found to be kind of strange. Uh, I was talking to Tyler. I was like, I think they're, they're giving the Villains the win. But it was not to be as the New Day retained the, uh, the championships. Yeah, it was sort of weirdly built around establishing Xavier as a like competent like competitor. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he I'm not saying he did or that I've heard that he did, but it's almost like he was like, "Hey, can I fucking wrestle some time <laughs> you guys?" And they were like, "All right." Tired of doing live events and all that. But whenever whenever they had the the shit out on the floor and they had Biggie isolated and then they rolled Xavier back in and they hit the whirling dervish and then he kicked, I thought that was I thought yeah. that was the finish. I was like honestly surprised when he kicked out. But uh, the only problems I really have is uh, I didn't like the the Kofi interference. I get their sort of their characters have sort of like maintained consistency, even though they went from heels to baby faces. They still sort of the same guys. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a way to make it make sense. But I didn't love it. Um, but I don't know. I thought Xavier was uh busted out some cool shit. I was surprised to see him went off the shining wizard, and it was just sort <laughs> yeah. of uh. Weird, and when they fucking won, I was like, Tyler and Daniel are fucking in for it. I'm going to run the fucking table <laughs> on them tonight. I was stoked, because I think the only thing I missed was the IC title, and I yeah. was like, I got these motherfuckers. I'm making up points tonight, <laughs> but it wasn't to be. I, I, I was like, I'm going to lose. Uh, well, actually, we ended up tying. We all tied, so uh, the points I, I got the, the I got the tag match, and you guys got the IC match. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to make up some ground. Yeah. One of the things that... Uh, I made a point to say during the matchup, and that is the Big E dive that he does. He is going to end up hurting himself pretty severely. He hurt he himself in that match. You can see him favoring his arm when yeah. he got up. Like, he has got to stop stop doing that. Like He needs to... He has to save it for the big-time matches. Yeah. He doesn't need to do it all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive to see a man of his size do that kind of move, but the fact that you know he's such a big guy... Plowing into someone, his momentum's going to stop, and he's going to land on his head, on his neck. He's going to dislocate his shoulder or collarbone or something like that. Like with a with a lighter guy, it's easier for the people to catch him. But whenever you're 280 pounds or however big Big E is, doing that of nothing but muscle. Yeah, that's pure muscle. Like that's not my fucking 260 ass like waddling <laughs> over there. Catch me. <laughs> but 
you're absolutely right. It's cool as shit, but he needs to save it for the big stuff. Big yeah. matches. Bust it out maybe once or twice a year. Like that's it. Um, because I mean he's a he's a talented guy, but he's gonna end up paralyzed or something if he keeps doing that. Uh, what do you guys think about Big E? Because I know there's speculation going around, or there always is with any tag mat, with any tag team that they might be breaking up the uh, the new day. Uh, not necessarily anytime soon, but down the future, have Big E distance himself from the guys. And you know, if you watch his body language, he's kind of showing the early developments of it, where he doesn't seem to be as on board as Kofi and, and Xavier. Like for example, the time machine and. Uh, other stuff where he's just like shaking his head. He's, no, 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 no. Um, like I feel like that might eventually wear. Let me get my on spot him. in. Yeah, where uh, where he'll eventually just say no. You know, I, I I can't keep doing this with you guys. Like, what are your what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's they're they're obviously not going to stay together forever. I, I mean, mean, I don't know if uh, what you're citing is an actual tease or not, or if it's just how they played out the skit or the mm-hmm. the segment. Could be. I mean, I, I definitely think he has legs as a single star for sure. I think he's underrated in the ring, and I think he's got a lot of – he's obviously shown that he's got a lot of charisma. Yeah. So I think he could be a single star for sure. Tyler, how about you? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, I mean, I love the New Day stuff, but he's going to eventually do his thing. He'll break off and do his own thing, leave Kofi and Xavier to, to do theirs. Um, so after that, we got to see the fatal four-way match for the Intercontinental title. The Miz going up against Kevin Owens, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. And this, I feel, um, is is a top contender for one of the match, match of the year. Uh, I still think that um, Zayn and Nakamura knocked it out of the park. But uh, as far as the, the main roster, this is definitely a, a front-runner. Uh, for match of the year, these guys went out, performed. Well, what would you put above it as far as the main roster? Nothing's really coming off the top of my head, um, but that's not to say there's there wasn't a better match. Um, just at the moment, this is definitely a uh, a front runner. And uh, that's interesting. Yeah, we're gonna have to part ways on that one. Okay. Uh, I just know that this this match was fun. All of the guys performed very well. They each had a job to do and. They did it uh, accordingly. The The crowd responded with a, much appreciation after the matchup. And uh, uh, much to the disdain of many of the fans, I felt like they made the, the right call in having Miz retain the uh, the championship. Yeah, I don't have any problems with Miz retaining, like especially where we see where they go from there. I thought the match was great. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think it's a real testament to all the guys involved when it really felt like anybody could have won at any time. That's I think mm-hmm. that's an accomplishment in itself. I can't believe – I mean, I can't even count how many times like, well, that's that's it. That's the finish right there. Mm-hmm. I thought they all worked really hard, including The Miz. I know people are going to give him some short shrift. He can't, he He's not like some sack of shit that they, they drug around the ring. He yeah, he held his own. <laughs> he absolutely is as much of a participant in that match as anybody else. Yeah, man, but it was uh, it was wild. I I thought it was really good, and on any other card, this is probably your match of the night, but not on this card. Is it weird that uh, to you that Miz did good, like in this match? Or no, no, no. I, I feel like 
I know that we've been down on the Miz. I know most people have been down on the Miz, but I really feel like his most recent run with since they brought Maurice back, I think, and since they've reinvested in him, I think he's been motivated. I think he's been working hard. Um, there's no, there's no question that he absolutely was actively bad for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I when he was, I really liked the Miz and Morrison team, and in the early Miz, oh, yeah, stuff, the too. early Miz single stuff, I thought it was really good too. I like Miz and Truth stuff too, but even uh, it was short. Yeah, but I really felt like he dropped off in recent times. But I feel like he's reinvigorated. I feel like he's working hard. I feel like the character, they tweaked it enough to where it's got new legs, it's got new life, and he's working hard. And uh, I know a lot of people are going to be hyped on Owens and Zayn and Cesaro, as they should be, because those dudes are awesome. But but Miz was every bit as good in this match as anyone else. Mm-hmm. He absolutely carried his own loot. I yeah. like the, um, the start of this match when they're all in the four. four. Uh, corners, then Zane just uh, <laughs> delivers the Huluva kick. Yeah, out of nowhere and just knocks uh, Owens out. That was that was cool off the bat. Mm-hmm. And you know they they told a really simple yet very effective story where Zane had the match won. Kevin Owens breaks it up. Zane's like, "Oh my God, can I just get rid of you for a second? So he takes him and tosses him into the uh, the barricade, and Miz ends up picking picking up the victory from that. He capitalizes on the opportunity. A really subtle thing, that, a real subtle, sneaky storytelling thing that they did that you guys heard, you didn't mention, but was um, they teased Miz stealing the pin a couple of times Yeah, to where when this came, you're like, well, he's not going to get it this time. He's done it like three fucking times <laughs> and he didn't get it, and then he fucking got it, and you're like, like oh, that bastard. <laughs> that <laughs> like son that, of a bitch. That, like that bastard in a good way. Like you're supposed to feel that way about it. Yeah. It's like, you know. But it was a it was a very good match, very fun match, definitely worth checking out. Um, so make sure you go back and and re- either rewatch this or watch it for the first time. Any other card, it would have been the match of the night, but not on this card. Yeah, yeah. Is your match of the night the next matchup, the Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho? Oh, Asylum not match? Not, not this polish yet. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> this. Okay, good. Just want to make sure we're on the same page. This was here. really, really bad and really, really boring. Yeah, it was. Oh my god, it, this this matchup. <sighs> Is this your match of the night? <laughs> <laughs> they. <sighs> this was a heaping pile of shit. Yeah, it the, didn't. It didn't hold my interest until the thumbtacks came out. Oh yeah, that's too. that's it. The like, oh. Well, look. I give I give Jericho credit where credit is due. He is of a of a stature in wrestling that he doesn't have to fucking take that bump if he doesn't want to. He yeah. wanted to take that bump, so he did. However, one spot does not a match make. Oh no, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, sometimes. Well, I mean, in the in the sense that. It's a spectacle, like in the sense of like you were talking about, like Shane or Taker or like Mankind or something like that. <laughs> that's that's a little different. That is like a stunt that's masquerading as a match. You know what I mean? That's like right. different. But uh, man, this matchup just—I felt the, the, like the crowd got bored. I was bored. The match went way too long. And didn't they chant like random chants in that match? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were chanting, "We want Rollins" and all kinds of other stuff. It was just very, uh, very sad to see. But the coolest thing about this match was Jericho's like cool dad jeans with his like <laughs> kick pads over them. I love the throwback to the old like bunkhouse brawls and the street fights where the guys would wear their jeans with the knee pads over the jeans. So I like that he like threw back to that. I thought it was cute. His dad jeans. But uh, that's <laughs> the best thing about this fucking Good match, God. other than the tax. 
Yeah. It was a dead bod. And like you said, you know, you have to give Jericho credit because dude's like, what, 45 now? For sure he didn't have to do He's that. He's in his mid-40s. He didn't have to do that spot. There's no reason for him to have to do that spot, but it added to it. It was fact I would be willing to bet everyone's like, okay, Ambrose is obviously taking the tags. Yeah. Like, my, my attention started to get grabbed when they, the tags came out, and it's like, oh, no, it's almost close. He's getting it. And then they put he put – Jericho in it, then he also got into it too. Yeah. And then his hands were on it, or whatever. When he landed, I'm like, ah, <laughs> like everywhere, man. It's it just, just didn't feel. It didn't feel violent at all. The only thing that felt yeah. violent was the tax spot. And like this, I mean, like you're selling violence in a match like this. This is supposed to feel violent. Then, yeah. say, I mean, I'm not saying go out there and put yourself in unsafe positions. I'm saying. You know, be as safe as you can, but you're sub- you need to pr- you need to convince me that this is a violent match, right? Because, or else, why are you having this match? Just have another match. And the nothing about the, the match conveyed any like real like urgent violence to me. Like these guys don't like each other. Instead of like making Ambrose seem like this crazy guy who's unhinged, he they just make him seem like a wacky guy. And, mm-hmm. and he's that, wacky and crazy. Yeah, it's just it doesn't work doesn't work at all and having the the weapons suspended above the cage just then the uh that's fine that's eh. I, that, to me that's a nitpick but like the the psychology of you've got all this to choose from and you go for the mop first to me that's yeah uh, to me that's like what where is the mop yeah what is what is the thought behind that what's the deal like you can escape the no they said you can't escape. you can't escape there's no like, escape. Yeah, you can except you, for you, the you escape can. yeah you can escape and I didn't. You, you, could, you couldn't win that way, though. Yeah. And I didn't like the fact that Jericho, right off the bat, is like, get me out of here. Open the door. You know, like, I, I get that they're trying to sell the story of, no, there is no escape. We can't open the door. You don't win that way. But, like, for him just to turn around and. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I get the. He's doing the cowardly the, heel thing. The match thing. that I signed up for. I get that he's doing the cowardly heel thing. It's just nothing about this worked. I don't know anybody that this match worked for. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless you're a hardcore Dean Ambrose fan, then, you know. If you're a hardcore Dean Ambrose fan, there are lots of other better Dean Ambrose matches the like. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but Dean Ambrose does end up getting the victory uh, after defeating Chris Jericho and adding about 70 thumbtacks into Chris Jericho's back, elbow, and hands. So, no thank you. To be, if, if you're being honest with yourself... <laughs> How I'm on. what's what's the lowest amount of money that you would take to do that bump? I'm honest with myself. Yeah, like if someone walked in and said, "Tyler, I will give you a hundred dollars." No, I will give you two hundred dollars. Look, he's he's thinking he's thinking about it. It's either two hundred or three hundred. I will give you three hundred dollars to take that spot. Yeah, I'll take it for three hundred. For three hundred? Yeah. All right, Doug. I've actually heard that it, it's more of a spectacle and it doesn't hurt as much as it looks. It's more of a something that looks cooler than it actually feels. I would think that the removal process is what yeah. hurts. Well, I'm sure with adrenaline and impact, it's like all at once, yeah. and then you don't feel it until they got to come out. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I would not. I mean, I've got more <laughs> money than that at the bank. Tell you at least got to double my fucking savings yeah. for that shit. <laughs> you got to put a comma in there somewhere to give me <laughs> yeah. some money. If we ain't talking commas, then we're not talking Doug's fault on tax. Yeah. <laughs> I need at least one comma. So for our listeners out there who want to donate <laughs> up to $300, we can get some thumbtacks. I will, for a shoot, I will pay Tyler $300 to fucking bump into some tax. For a shoot. 
But it's got to be like a big pile of them like that. Yeah. I will for a shoot. We'll think about. It. I'll, I'll think for about a shoot. It. We'll pay you three hundred dollars to borrow it sometimes. <laughs> you do it for three hundred. I'll think about it. <laughs> All right. He'll think about it. He'll All think right. about it. I'll get back to you. Give it All a week. Right. That's, your, bur- that's your birthday present, there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Fuck. <laughs> so for those of you who are listening, if you want to see Tyler fall on some thumbtacks, make sure you give him a little few words of encouragement. Let him know. So uh, give us a little comment or something. No shirt. No shirt. Yeah, no shirt. Yeah? Okay. I didn't say I was going to do it, but I'll, if, I, if I ever do it, it'll be no shirt. Then. Okay. No shirt, and we got to be able to videotape it for the YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. So, um, with, Are you in crisp hundos? Or would you prefer small bills? I mean, I'll make it rain ones on you. I just <laughs> If you do this, I'll... Get one of those little money, money launcher guns. <laughs> So after that, we got to see a submission match for the Women's Championship. Natalia going up against Charlotte. Ric Flair banned from ringside. Any thoughts on this uh, match? I mean, yeah, but I feel like I've been bogarting. So if you guys all jump Tyler, in, I'll jump in. What are your thoughts on the uh, on the submission match between Natalia and Charlotte? I was in and out of it, but I wasn't into it. Yeah, I, I'll agree. I, I felt this match was just not... Not as good as what they could have made it. Um, I really tune out with uh, Charlotte's matches, and that sounds bad. I'm sorry. No, but you, don't, do. you don't have to apologize. You just tell us how you feel. Yeah. Um, I, I don't feel that they should have included Dana Brooke into it to cause the distraction. I felt like Charlotte should have won this match cleanly and decisively so that as much as she's trying to brag right now that she is the best, she should have proved it. Like, this should have well, been their time. She says she's the best, but it's chicken well, shit stuff. Yeah, she is yeah. her father's She is her father's daughter. Um, I don't have a problem with the, the Dana Brooke stuff, especially since we know that Flair's on his way, like, out of there. and I mean, not out of there, but he's not going to be there every week with her. And also because right. Emma's hurt, like, apparently seriously injured. Yeah, and she uh, might be out for like the remainder of the year. Yeah, or you know, if if that, and uh, we know that she's like the reason Dana was brought up to sort of be like in that the same package deal with Emma, like they were doing in NXT. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem. Like, what the fuck are you gonna do with Dana? You might as well put her with someone else. She's not. Not that Charlotte. I not that I feel that Charlotte's in a like great position to like make up for someone else's like what they're lacking, but she's further along than Dana is for for sure. Yeah. And uh, so I don't have a problem with them being like sort of a package duel. And you don't really have another strong heel female that she could attach to. Right. And, and grow from. That's a good point. So, um, I mean, I get it. And you know, like, like you are saying it, it is to, to prove that she's the dirtiest player and will do anything and all that it's just i mean eh. she's she's tapped countless times on tv before yeah this. so it's not Which like flair has done the same sure sure sure. no that's what that's what i mean when i say she is her her father's daughter yeah. like she's very much doing a flair thing um this match was really bad and coupled with the cage match that came before it was a very tough hour to get through <laughs> yeah uh i what i appreciated the fact that they tried to tell it was a submission match. That was a stipulation. I appreciated the fact that they tried to tell a story that revolved around working holds and body and and, and, and body work. Um, 
I give them A for effort in that they tried to tell that story because a lot of times when we see submission matches or we see matches that ends in submissions, lots of guys don't bother, lots of girls don't bother to do the limb work, to work holds outside of the hold that is their finisher, and these these women attempted to do that, and I give them the A for effort, but they're just not very good at it. Yeah, and that's why the match wasn't good. No, I didn't I didn't feel they uh, they sold it very well either. Um, you're right, you're right. They, they I like the theory of the match mm-hmm. that more than the match. Like they it's like this is a mission match. This is the only way to win. So you gotta you gotta target it. But whenever you target me. You're not going to see signs of wear, right? Not not only that, I like the fact that they tried different submission holds other than their signature. Submission. Yeah, you got to see Natalia put on the arm bar and all that, right? And so you know, it was it just wasn't good. Yeah, they tried, they tried, and unfortunately, it just came yeah. up a little short. They're just so. not good at the they're, type of match that they're. They're to capable have. of putting on strong matches. Unfortunately, this just was not one of them. Yeah, it was not very good. So, but Natalia uh, ends up losing to Charlotte. After a distraction from Dana Brooke. So uh, she retains her women's championship. Um, the, that takes us into the uh, the main event. Roman Reigns going up against AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. This is Extreme Rules matchup. And uh, you know, Doug, Doug was hinting that the Fatal 4-Way on any other card might have been the match of the night. I'm, I'm guessing that this is the match. That he is referring to. This is your WWE match of the year, period. And when I say WWE match of the year, period, I mean that shadow promotion called NXT <laughs> uh, included. And when I say that shadow promotion called NXT included, I mean Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura would be my mm-hmm. number two at this point behind this match. This was fucking awesome. These guys have fantastic chemistry. Roman Reigns was fucking awesome in this match. AJ Styles was fucking awesome in this match phenomenal <laughs> dude aj took a couple of re fucking ridiculous bumps in this match yeah. roman may roman reigns looked like a fucking world beater he the crowd was there to shit on him they had already decided they're going to shit on him but he made them he made them realize the stupidity of what they chant we you can't wrestle at him he does something fucking awesome and they're like Oh fuck! Well, you still suck. But when you, <laughs> but, but, but when you say you still suck, that is an acknowledgement that even though you did something really cool, I've already decided that I don't like you, so I have to continue my gimmick of saying yeah. you suck. But when you say you still, that means I have to. I acknowledge what you did was awesome. All right, that was cool, but you <laughs> still right. suck. I mean, just because you had a fucking like awesome you. match doesn't mean we're gonna like you. And that's fine. <laughs> that's their prerogative. Like I have long since like lost interest in trying to like. Make people like be objective about guys. To me, if you think if you don't think Roman Reigns is like good at this point, I think you just need to get your eyes checked. I mean, it's like it's it's blatant. You don't think you don't have to think he's the best guy in the world, but if you don't think he's good, you are just like rehashing the whole Cena thing. You're gonna Mm -hmm. eventually decide when it's like fine to say you like Cena. You're you're then you're gonna say you like Cena once it's like died down and you can feel okay about saying he's like good. if Cena ever turns heel they're like oh dude I love this guy yeah I mean Roman was all he looked like a fucking shit kicking world beater in this match and he played off the crowd awesome like his charisma and the fact that oh you don't oh you don't fucking like me fuck you I don't care I'm about to beat the fuck out of your boy like Roman Reigns was awesome in this match and I'm not taking anything away from AJ AJ was fucking awesome too. Well, you know the you know the reputation of AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, no one's gonna no one's gonna like 
taking anything away from even if this match sucked, no one was going to be like, well, AJ. <laughs> I mean, everyone's going to look at Roman. That's why we're I'm like focusing like mm-hmm. his props on him now. But don't get it twisted. AJ was awesome, and they managed to do the inevitable like. Uh, interference that we all knew was coming, but they did it in a way where it didn't lose any momentum of the match. It didn't take away from the match. It just felt right in. I just thought it was awesome. Like, this mm. is my WWE match of the year, really? and that includes NXT. I, I I thought this match was... These guys have great chemistry together. I am uh, really impressed. How about you, Tyler? Oh, I, I agree they have great chemistry. Um, I assume they're not going to do anything with each other. <laughs> since what happened later but uh i've enjoyed it uh you know well maybe not the i know it plays to the storyline with the family or the blood whatever you call them bloodline uh, with the club getting involved and stuff like that but just i wish it was just one-on-one instead of you know mm-hmm. but you know i i enjoyed their little feud together so they had great times good memories Good memories. I mean, you guys yeah. obviously seem like not as high on as me, so maybe. Uh, I'll I need, I'll be honest. I need to go back and rewatch it. Um, you really do. And uh, and maybe I'll gain a, a different perspective. I thought it was a I thought it was a fine match. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. I I I, I really liked the match. Uh, Roman Reigns is definitely showing and proving to the crowd that he can hang. Uh, no, 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 it's not. It's, I mean, it's he's been able to do can, that. It's beyond he can hang. He's like he's where we said he should be. He's he's already there. Yeah. Like he's people are just hating. I think. <laughs> Do you feel like he is hated more than Cena? I don't think they give a fuck. I think they're like we. They're. I think they said. Well, it didn't matter to our bottom line that Cena split the crowd. Like it doesn't fucking matter if Rain splits the crowd either. Mm-hmm. And the crowd gives him the oh well you're just the new Cena attitude. That's that's, I would think the reason why they boo. Yeah, they, I mean, I understand that. Like, in a larger, like, more, in a larger sense, the the people's treatment of Roman Reigns is really an indictment on WWE creative instead of Roman so much. Mm-hmm. And I would take, but when you chant like, but they don't they don't do it like they don't say like boo we don't want you we want the other guy they do they make it like so like you can't. You can't wrestle, and the guy obviously can fucking handle his own. He can handle his shit. I mean, he just proved you. Like, I saw people who were booing. Like, I saw people in the crowd get up and go, like, thumbs down booing, and then I saw him do something fucking cool, and they popped, (laughs) realized they popped, and, like, realized they're like, oh, I'm not supposed to like this guy. I don't want anyone to see me, like, being excited about it. That same thing happened on Raw whenever Rollins was in the ring cutting his 20-fucking-minute promo and Reigns music hit. The same people, like, they were booing him later, like, popped, like, on instinct. And then they called. Very, do you remember that that rumble where Cena was a surprise 30 entrance where everyone was like, fuck yeah, Cena's back in the <laughs> yeah. And then, and then yeah. they were like, oh, shit, we, we don't like Cena. We can't. We got to tone yeah. it down. Like it was. Oh uh, wait, he's gonna win this match. It was like a mini yeah, version of that. It was like a mini guilty. version. Oh, I'll boo this guy. They didn't feel <laughs> guilty. They just caught themselves like contradicting their own opinions. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, definitely go back and check out this matchup. Um, you know, Reigns and Styles. They they've proven it before and they've proved it again that they have very good chemistry. Can put on an excellent matchup. And uh, Roman Reigns still your WWE champion. But we were not done yet. We thought we were. 
I was making the post on the Facebook page. Hey, what all do you guys think about this? Let me know and blah, 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 blah. Oh, shit. Seth Rollins comes from nowhere. No music, thank God. An actual surprise attack. Um, delivers the pedigree to Roman Reigns and holds the title. And crowd goes wild to close the show. So, overall thoughts on uh, Extreme Rules? Um, It's a thumbs up show for me just because I thought the the main event was a legitimate match WWE match of the year so far and I thought um I thought the four way was really really good too uh to take nothing away from those guys I liked the tag match with the Usos and uh Doc and um and Carl I thought that was that was not great but I thought it was like a good good for what it was match they're really the only things bad that were bad on this show were the women's match and the cage match and those were neatly packaged in the same hour mm-hmm. so if you haven't seen it yet, you could easily skip that hour and then just watch what came before and after and be fine. But uh, I'd say the overall thumbs up. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, I enjoyed it, but I also found myself uh, tuning out. To it shouldn't mm-hmm. be that way, but I did. Yeah, I think the the asylum and the women's match really that might have been what caused me not to have a strong opinion on the main event because those two matches sucked me out. I'm like. God, that me, was that was bad. Me too, but that that's why I thought the main event was all more all that more impressive because after that I was really like waiting to just be like, ah, well, I I need to watch this. I'm going to watch it, but it was, oh, I was really out of the show at that point. But they totally won me back in. Mm-hmm. I think that's all that more impressive after that really awful hour. Yeah, but uh, you know, in in closing, it was a very nice surprise to see Seth Rollins return. Uh, I know that it had been rumored that he was backstage, um, but there was no official announcement as to why or what he was doing back there, and we obviously found out. Um, And the fact that a lot of people were speculating that he was going to be returning in June, so he came came back a little bit early, and the crowd went nuts for him. One thing uh, we brushed over was uh, Big Cass and the Dudleys. Yeah, pre-show. That yeah, that was during the pre-show. I didn't see it because I didn't realize I was on the match. Like I fast-forwarded. I did the watch. I watched from the beginning, and then I usually I was trying to fast-forward through all the talking, and I didn't mm-hmm. know it was on the show. There's nothing so I, to it, really. Yeah, I mean the Dudleys came out, and Big Cass came out and cut a promo on them, and then he cleared house. So you guys sort of glossed over. I know we talked about the show, but you guys sort of glossed over the. Not glossed over. You guys. Sort of stated that like crowds' reaction to Rollins, but you guys didn't really get into like what you thought of it. Uh, I I felt that it, uh, I was I was surprised to see him. I was happy to see him. I was like, man, he is it, in the time that he had the title and became one of the top tier guys. He definitely made an impact with me because it was like, oh my god, it's you know it's Rollins. He's back. Like I'm it, I missed him. You know, missed him being on TV. I think he's a phenomenal athlete. And uh, a really talented guy, and it was—I was really happy to see him. Uh, same here. I, you know, there's moments I, I didn't like him with uh, certain things he did, but overall, the time with the title because there's, uh, trust me, sometimes with him and the uh, the authority, it got old. Yeah. But um, all in all, I, I did like him, and it, it was it was pretty cool to um, see him back. And I didn't uh, expect him back that night. I gotta be honest with you guys. I was a little iffy on it, and I still don't know how I feel. Um, it's not like a I don't want to like it. My thoughts of him coming back 
as a character are like independent of my thoughts of him coming back, like in the the manner that he like came back in. I feel like it's a mistake to bring him back as a heel. I don't know. I I thought they're sort of doing this tweener thing with Roman, mm-hmm. and I thought that I know that in this I know that he left as a heel. He left in a way that he never lost the belt. So I know that he's got that. That's consistent with the. Um, the way he left, so it makes sense for him to come back as a heel. Makes sense for him to come back after the belt that he never lost. Right. But I think that you can. I think Roman's really good. I don't think it's really arguable. I think people are more. This is more of like an indictment on WWE as a company than Roman as a performer. But that being said, the the crowd still wants to fucking boo Roman. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why you can't let the guy they want to cheer come back as a babyface. Yeah. I think there is a way to write that to where it makes sense for him to come back as a good guy and let them cheer the guy they want to cheer and let them boo the guy they want to boo. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go full heel with Roman because I know they, they want him in the Cena role. They want him to do the charity shit. You can make him just kind of a cocky prick like tweener, like he is sort of right now. Yeah, and, the, and then you can still have Rollins as a genuine babyface. So honestly, when he came back, I was like, I mean, obviously I'm happy for the guy to come back. He's healthy, or hopefully he's healthy and yeah. he's back. But I don't like, I don't know that I like the way that they brought him back. I think there would have been a better way to bring him back. Um, I'm okay with the way that they brought him back. It was it was the promo on on Raw. That kind of disappointed me. Like you know, you could you could tell that they were he was kind of on the fence, like leading the crowd of like which way am I going? Am I going to be the good guy? Am I going to be the bad guy? And you know, it was like you know, you guys you guys actually missed me, and that could have been a time where he was like, and damn it, I missed y'all too. Yay, go Seth Rollins. But then he turned it and was like, nah, hell no, screw you guys. I don't need y'all. I I'm looking out for me. I've always been looking out for me. Yeah. So. I mean, that kind of takes us into Raw, but... I had no problem with him attacking Roman because, I mean, he never lost the title, and it's the dude who has the title, so, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to attack you and hold it up because I never lost it. I never lost this. This is mine. It doesn't matter who's holding it. It's mine. Don't get it twisted. It it makes sense for him to come back in this way. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I think they could have come up with a more creative way to bring him back in a different manner to maximize his crowd reaction. Gotcha. Instead of fight against the crowd reaction, I don't know what's their like obsession with. Like I know they're doing this like tweener shades of gray thing with. Um, they did it with Roman and they did it with AJ, mm-hmm. and it was probably the best that they've ever done that in recent memory. I can't think of a time where you could look at both guys and see and say like I can see why he's pissed and why he would act like that after this because he, he wasn't really in the wrong, but then he felt like he was wrong. And you can see that from both guys, and that made sense. I don't have confidence that they can keep that up for long, though. And I don't feel like – I don't know. I just don't – I just I can't see it. And I definitely don't see it. It already does not feel as nuanced with Rollins as it did with AJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the way that the AJ Club, Usos um, – Bloodline. R- R- Bloodline and that, that played out was – Really well done, honestly. Uh, probably the best stuff they've done in a long time, but it's already like not as good with Rollins. Like they're already if they're trying to do that Shades of Grey thing where he's like he's a he's getting positive reactions, but he's sort of a dick, and mm-hmm. it's already not as well done as the AJ stuff. I do want to give a little bit of credit to AJ Styles for the for the main event. Um, whenever he grabbed the chair and like you could tell he he was getting pissed off, 
and then he started wailing on on Romans. I really dug that. Like it was a nice, you know, I'm a good I'm I'm the good guy, but I'm not afraid to get pissed, pissed off. Me off. You know? Fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. Uh so it was just one little thing I wanted to touch on before. In we a weird way, forward. it was sort of like AJ was sort of like the leaning good guy with Shades of Grey with yeah. the bad friends, and then Roman was sort of like the leaning bad guy with the good friends, <laughs> yeah. you know? It was like weirdly balanced and mm-hmm. like symmetrical, but they're already, the way they're just getting into Raw, which, I mean, leads us right into it. We're sort of already in. It's already not as well done as that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we kick off Raw with Seth Rollins coming out, addressing the crowd, basically saying, you know, I, I don't need you. I've never needed any of y'all. I'm only looking out for myself. Uh, so with that being said, Roman Reigns comes out. Rollins is looking to walk away. Shane McMahon comes out and says, hey, you're right. You never lost the title. So therefore, you're going to get a championship match at Money in the Bank. Congratulations. We have seen just like that. We haven't seen anything of what you can do in the ring yet, but we're just going to give you a championship match. Good deal. I felt I felt like he should have at least had a match with AJ Styles or something. Like Well, I that bothers me a lot less than him coming back as a heel in general just because he didn't ever lose it. He never yeah. got a rematch. I mean, it makes sense that he yeah. would get his shot. Sure. But um I don't know. What, any thoughts on the on the promo itself? I thought it was way too long, and I didn't like it. Okay, Tyler. No, yeah, it was long. Okay, um, but at least we got some progression. We are looking forward to Money in the Bank. It's well, I believe four weeks away, or less than four weeks away now. Um, so we're actually moving forward, having progression in the storylines. Uh, qualification matches for Money in the Bank. Well, the first one was Sami Zayn going up against Sheamus. Yeah, go for it. Um, Tyler, what did you think about this this opening contest between Sammy, uh, Sammy Zayn was, and Sheamus? It was interesting, you know, how um, Sheamus, you know, being dominant, you know, because Zayn was a smaller guy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Zayn showed, you know, he can hang and stuff like that. And it just, it was so cool how he straight up got a clean win over Sheamus at the end. I'm yeah. Like, I was like, I mean, I have no doubt in his abilities. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn's great with uh, big and small people, you know, but yeah. that was just. He works with them all. I was surprised, and I was like, awesome. And it was a, it was also a nice change of pace to see Sami Zayn and going up against Sheamus. Someone else. Yeah. Instead of like Owens and. Cesaro and Cesaro. Miz. Yeah. But, they've, they've had that for quite some time now. That's gonna. He's still gonna fight them. Yep. Later. Absolutely. Whoops, I just jumped the gun, but that's okay. Uh, but yeah, I felt the match. They they had pretty good chemistry for, to my knowledge, not working together before. Yeah. Um, and Sami Zayn does end up getting the victory uh, to qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match. And yeah, uh, one Sheamus thing that I is pissed. Yeah, that's one thing that I did like is that they showed Sheamus upset. He was like, "Oh my gosh, that was my chance to." To get back in the WWE title picture, you know that's like this is my shot, um, and uh, I know that they've announced that there's going to be seven people, I believe, that are going to be in the match. Um, I don't know if they're going to do the other two because they did five for Raw. Uh, maybe they'll do the other two for SmackDown. But I feel like it would make sense to have one more mat, one more qualifier, and then the losers of those match matches have a. Uh, you know, fatal six way find, or something uh, spoilers. like that. I'm yeah. not going to say it on here. No, nah, that's fine. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just my thinking. Maybe I've been watching too much Lucha Underground or something. You've been <laughs> watching too much Lucha Underground. Yeah. Um, 
which if you're not watching Lucha, you definitely need to. I'm Shame still, on you. I'm still behind, but me I'm, too. I'm still enjoying it very much. So, um, but yeah, so Sami Zayn advances, and then uh, they come back from commercial. They're interviewing uh, Apollo Cruz. Do you want to know one of them? Do they have another qualifier match? Only one so far. All right. Who is it? Uh, or who are the competitors? <laughs> You're going to know it off the bat when I say it. Uh, Del Rio and Zack Ryder. Interesting. All right. Hey, uh, Jazzy's in there giving away Smoothie King gift cards. Y'all got Smoothie King gift cards? I want one. Oh, I want one, too. <laughs> what is this, a charity case? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, we give away smoothies from time to time. We've been known to. I really want one of those uh, Buffalo Wild Wing coupon books. Well, I'm going to go hit up Jazzy for some Smoothie King. Free wings for a year, man. Yeah, there's gift only cards. one. That. All right. What are y'all talking about? Uh, the Money in the Bank qualifier matches. There's so far, there's been one on SmackDown. Who is it? Del Rio and uh, Zack Ryder. So Del Rio? <laughs> yes. Spoilers? Yeah. More than likely. Uh, by the time say. they hear this, it'll happen. More than yeah. likely. Yeah. The spoilers will be out, but hey, you never know. Ryder could pull an upset. <laughs> and I'll have... leave one more so spot. So who's the eighth man? Do they even have a match now? There's not another match on SmackDown. So I guess we're all? I guess we're all then, yeah. As of the time of this recording, that is. Oh, uh, I'm going to look again. Right now? <laughs> All right. Well, after that, we got to see uh, the New Day come out, and they had some birthday cake, even birthday though cake. technically it's not the birthday for Raw, because I believe that's in January. Um, but it was episode 1200 of Monday Night Raw. Yay. Which we're less than 1,000 episodes away from that, guys. Woo. All right. We'll be there in no time. Um, hey, hey. And, you know, they have a birthday cake, and they're going to try and dump it on people. But in the process of that, they... Uh, Big E was carrying the cake around the outside, and then the social outcast uh, decided to attack the New Day, minus Adam Rose, because as we uh, talked about last week, he had been indefinitely suspended, uh, or indefinitely suspended, and now he has been officially released. So no chance of Adam Rose coming But how they worded it, I thought they, like, Adam asked for his release. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see that. He was probably let go. They were oh. like, hey. That, maybe I read it wrong. That ain't going to fly here, bucko. Let so, me read this. Okay, go ahead and read this. Okay. I'm looking. You go ahead. Oh, I thought you were going to like, I thought you were in the process of reading it aloud or something nope. to us. No? Okay. All right. Well, we got to see the New Day go up against the Social Outcast. Any thoughts about the, uh, the matchup? You're right. Uh... It was fun. I sort of like the cake shit. Yeah, with a big E was taunting that little kid, like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And that kid would look like he was sort of like nervous and unflinching at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, I can't like flex like a punk, but he might actually dump this cake on me. I'm not sure. So I thought it was kind of funny. The match was fine. It was sort of oddly about like Xavier again, which is weird. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm glad that uh, Xavier is a more active participant. What do you think of uh, Xavier's? Hadouken. Yeah. Uh, I know, like, just, like, online today, it was sort of everywhere, like, Xavier Woods does a Hadouken on whatever, and, but, like, Kenny Omega's been doing that shit for years. People <laughs> yeah. are, like, like, also, I mean, ACH does the flash kick, which, in my opinion, is a lot more impressive, and, uh, I don't know. I, What's it's, the flash it's, kick? That Giles, like, flipping kick thing. That's awesome. I mean, he does it off the ropes, but he, like, yeah. you know, still. He still does it. Yeah. Damn. Sonic Boom. <laughs> 
Yeah, sure. Did you get but, reading done? Yes. Was you're right. You're correct. Okay. Yeah. Who, do you think that someone, do you think Xavier told Byron to say that was downright fierce, or do you think Byron like made that up on his own? I don't know if Byron would make that up on his own. I don't, know if, I, don't, I don't know if Byron's a video game guy or not. I don't know. What are your thoughts on the way JBL treats Byron? I think everybody is like way too like I don't know if it's like a hazing thing or if it's like a rib where everybody talks shit on Byron, but it's, it's definitely weird. it's like too much. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. The guy is not the best announcer in the world, but he can't even fucking do his job without like them like talking shit on him. So yeah, how could he improve? It feels like they go out of their way to stab him, you know. Because like, there was I don't know if it was Raw or the pay per view. Like JBL went out of his way to like just throw something at him. And Byron just ignored him and still yeah. kept on talking about it. It's like, good for you. Ignore that it's, shit. I mean, it's not even Byron. I mean, it's not even just JBL. Like it's other Cole. people do it. Uh, Cole, too. Not as much as JBL. Not as Cole. severely, but yeah. Cole well, is good. I mean, I can't. Well. Maybe he has, but I generally mean like like other wrestlers on guest commentary will do it, too. I know like Owens is like, we'll get in on Byron, too. Yeah. He does it to Cole, too, but he <laughs> To me. Well, Owens has been doing it since they were both in NXT. Yeah, sure. But my my thing is like. To me, when they do it, I'm not like, oh, snap, yeah, Byron. I'm like sort of annoyed. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't lay off him. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not even like a fan. It just it sounds annoying in general. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I were someone tuning in for the first time and I heard them talking, I'm like, dude, what happened? Was like, this bullying? Yeah. Don't be a bully. Be a star. Star. Maybe we'll get like a fucking... Joey Styles moment where fucking Byron punches him out one day. Yeah. I don't want this job. I don't need this job. I quit. <laughs> Fuck you, JBL. <laughs> so uh, after that, we got to see another Money in the Bank qualifying matchup. Cesaro going up against The Miz. <sighs> and um, Cesaro ends up getting the victory. Anything to really take away from the matchup? That really was fine. Cesaro at least knows how to sell. Actually, not just knows how that was actually like really great selling in this mm-hmm. match. So uh, it was good to see that Cesaro got a win over the champion, but I don't, I doubt he's going to get a. Uh, I would, I would championship doubt match. that Miz would be in that title match or whatever, or the uh, the contract match because he's the Intercontinental Champion right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't we had. Secondary yeah. champs in the match before. Sure, I don't think it's so much that it, he's the title holder more than it's like it not just depends who they put him up against. It doesn't suit Miz's style to be in that match. Yeah, like Miz, Miz is good at what he does, but he knows what he like. The reason people shit on the Miz is because he doesn't wrestle the same way as like those other three dudes do. But he knows what he can do, and he he doesn't do shit that he knows he can't do. So people think that means he can't work, but it just means he's a smart worker. Mm-hmm. So uh, Cesaro does end up getting the victory, qualifying for Money in the Bank. After that, we got to see another qualifying matchup. Uh, Jericho- I take that back. He doesn't always know. He hasn't always known what he can't do. He couldn't do the figure four for a fucking life. <laughs> yeah. but he did. I bet that was probably a directive for him to do the. Figure That's four. something that you practiced when you were a kid. I mean, like everyone knows how no to apply practice those needed. I fucking. Came out the womb, no, no, no. <laughs> fucking four people. Like, like, I got chops that, on the doctor. I got like spank os- me, will you? I got like <laughs> osmosis through the TV through my mom's stomach. I came out. I can fucking. <laughs> I came out being able to slap the figure four on somebody. And I also doing a kip up. up. I Kip-up. can't do that. Me either. 
Maybe when you were younger, yeah. you might have been able to. But uh, we did get to see Apollo Crews going up against Chris Jericho for oh, the Money in the Bank qualifying well, you matchup. forgot to say earlier in the night he got attacked by Sheamus. Yeah, that's true, you did. Because it was weird because he got beat up. He's like, I'm tired of the new era and stuff like that. And Sheamus beats him up. Then mm-hmm. later on, he comes out like it's, like nothing happened. He's just like hopping around. Yeah. Like, hey. hey, guys. Happy to be here. All right. I like this Sheamus. Uh, this is the yeah. Sheamus I want. I don't need the sort of like bland baby face or the sort of like weirdo heel where he's like clever heel guy. Mm-hmm. I just sort of want Sheamus who's like ill-tempered and going to fucking unprofessionally stiff his opponents in the ring. <laughs> what What is Sheamus? Bebop or Rocksteady? Uh, Rocksteady. Rocksteady. I want the Rocksteady Sheamus. But he's got the Bebop Mohawk. Yeah. So... There you go. Uh, so, yeah, Jericho versus Apollo Crews. Jericho all bandaged up. Apollo Crews not showing any damage done from the attack earlier by Sheamus. Um, any <laughs> thoughts on the us. on the matchup? Uh, it wasn't very good. Yeah. Two nights in a row. Poor Jericho. What's happening here? It wasn't just Jericho. Like, Crews wasn't very good in this either. Yeah. yeah I mean, okay, so we've seen Apollo Crews for, for a number of weeks now. What are your thoughts on, on where he's going. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say it that way. I mean, it looks like we're going to be getting an Apollo Cruz Sheamus feud, which I'm I'm totally down for. I'm fine. It may with help that. him. Yeah. He has he has not been great on the main roster, but I don't. He think hasn't it, really been given much. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to say that he's been out here for weeks and he's just not. I honestly, I feel like I see, I don't see him as much as I see him. I don't know. I feel like he's on like every other week or something. Yeah, like that. I agree. Maybe maybe that's just my hit or miss schedule with work, but I feel like he's only on about half the time. Yeah. <gasps> and uh, after that, uh, Jericho does end up getting the victory, qualifying for the uh, for the contract match. Uh, we get to see Big Cass come out and uh, much to a big pop of the crowd, and he points to the uh, the entrance, and lo and behold, Enzo is back. I was actually expecting Enzo to be back at the pay per view. Yeah, and there was there was talks that he was backstage, and they. They were possibly going to use him for that, um, but they decided to hold off and wait until Raw. And uh, was it me or did you hear when Cass came out? Did you hear booze? Not really. I thought I heard booze. Maybe they were saying, "How you doing?" I don't know. Do boo, do boo, do boo, do Anyway, dildo. So uh, Enzo returns after his uh, concussion injury sidelined him for a little bit. And yeah, running around, and bobbing his head, and you know, back to back to what he's used to doing. He's got the gift of gab and the gift of jab. How you doing? And uh, if he had a dime for every time he got knocked down and didn't get back up, he'd have zero dimes. How you doing? So uh, it was a uh, it was very nice to see Enzo come back. The crowd was. Definitely hot for him. I was like, "This is seem this is gonna seem fucked up." But I was like, "Man, he's shaking his head way too much." Yeah, I was, I was like, thinking that thinking, too. I'm like, he's getting ready to give himself whiplash no, or no, another concussion. Yeah, I agree with you. He was moving he was like, like crazy. Yeah, like, like, should you move your hand in that manner after you've had a concussion? It's like, probably recently? part of the stress test that they put him through before. I don't know. Man. That and whenever uh, Bubba and uh, Cass had the match, and he was on the outside, uh, Enzo was on the outside, and Devon hit him. Yeah, he fell. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That kind of looked like he shouldn't have... I don't know. The ball like, looked a lot safer to me than the way he was running around. 
I mean, he's always done that, but I was like, should you be rattling your brain around like that right now? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Man, take, give it another week before you do something like that. Spaz. Yeah. So we got to see Big Cass go up against Bubba Ray. Um, I don't know. Bub. Nothing really to take away from the matchup. I no. get why they're doing a one-on-one. They're having and they're giving Enzo TV time, but they don't want him to start bumping just yet, I'm guessing. I mean, he did take a bump. Well, yeah. Forward uh, well, it's more like he did the the thing where Cass throws him on somebody. So it's not like no, he, no, no, no. When Devon hit him, uh, and he fell on the ground. Yeah, but that's different than when you when you take a back bump, but, your head like yeah snaps. Know. So, but Big Cass does end up getting the victory, and um, that brings us into one of the. If you bump forward, you're gonna brace yourself with your hands. Like, yeah, I feel like it's safer to do it that way than go. Hundred percent safer. Um. Charlotte and Ric Flair with the Dana Brooke segment. This was weird. Oh, my yeah, it was gosh. Awkward, it was, uncomfortable. It, it was weird. It's not how I expected it would go down. It seemed like no one was interested, and they were forcing it. It was like a, it was like a forced emotional moment where people where it didn't make sense. No, 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 no. Yeah, he helped her win. He he introduced even when he got banned. He he's the one who got Dana Brooke to go and help her. Like it makes no yeah, little nature helper. It makes no sense for her to be mad at him. Well, I guess they they pull the trigger a little too early, or no, they no. I don't know how you say it. They didn't execute it well. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know people have been like thinking that Rick has overpowered her in the past, but he's really, really took a real far step back in the, in the past like month or so. Like mm-hmm. he's definitely in the background. He's basically just there to cheer her on. And to sort of lend her credibility through his presence, it didn't make a lot of sense for me. For I don't know why she was upset with him. I don't know. There, there because he was never there for those thirty years. Yeah, but he was never here for those thirty years. Uh, three weeks ago, when everything was hunky dory, like yeah. I don't know what. Like they didn't. It's like well, now she had she had the confidence to say it. But the thing is, they didn't. They left the part of the story out where something triggers is happening. They just mm-hmm. went from like everything's fine to I remember all that shit that happened. Like there was like no catalyst for her to turn on her dad. I know this is gonna sound stupid, but how I thought it was gonna play out, like they did that, and I also thought it was gonna be like she was gonna turn on Dana Brooke just because how Dana Brooke was acting too, because she was like all with Ric Flair doing the woo and stuff. Yeah, and then she also goes, "Oh, thank you for giving me the chance to be in the ring with the dirtiest player in the game." And then like I thought you'd be like, "Oh, you're with my dad," and she's gonna beat her up too. That's mm. kind of felt. I know it sounds weird, but that's mm. how I felt. Yeah. That was shit on her automatically, but you know, <laughs> it was definitely a stretch to compare her to Arn Anderson. But I, yeah. at least, at least yeah. they are yeah. trying to put her over. Usually they're they'll be like, "Oh shit, no fucking Arn!" Like usually they'd be like shit talking. It's also trying to get over. Whenever that match where Charlotte won and they were both going in the woo and stuff like that, and like I kind of felt like I know she was trying to pump up the situation, but like she kept on doing that and like grabbing her hand, throwing up. And mm-hmm. then one time Charlotte's like, no, don't grab my hand. No, I got to hold the belt up and yeah, show, don't. She's like, yeah, her arm away from her. I got to do this first. No, no, do, no, do this. So, uh, yeah, very, very weird segment. Um, no, yeah, I wasn't into it. It was just very awkward. Crowd wasn't into it. It was just, I'll give it to Rick. He knows how to crowd demand. Yeah. 
Although you kind of have to wonder. I don't think it's fake. I think he's like an emotional guy, and I don't think it takes much to hear his daughter say that to him. Like, because there, there's got to be some actual emotion to that as well. Because it's like, dude, they were they were both crying. I think yeah. they were both drawing on real emotion, and there's definitely some truth to what was being said. The problem is, it didn't make any sense for that to happen. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm glad that you're finally getting this out. But what does it have to do with... What the fuck yeah, are you talking we about? We fucking won. Why are we upset? Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely weird. I won. I don't need you. It's like they went from, <laughs> it was like they went from <laughs> A to C and they forgot to put like B in there. Yeah. You know what? I know that you've helped me in the past and stuff a lot, but uh, you know those years that you weren't there for me? Fuck you. I don't want you in my they life. Did, they've done like small teases where like Flair will woo and she'll be like, settle down, Dad. This is my... But it was never enough no. to cause this much no. of a flare-up. It just wasn't It's kind of jumping the gun, right? Yeah. It was like way out of woo. proportion. Let's see what you got, man. Woo! Woo! I can kiss anyone. Even Arn looked sad when yeah. <laughs> they were going through like... While we're on the topic of Ric Flair, uh, I know he's coming to Comic Palooza in June. I sadly won't be there. Yeah, uh, but I also saw he's only going to be there Saturday. Oh, really? So if we're wanting to go and meet him, we're going to have to go Saturday, which is kind of a bummer because I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that. He's got limousines to ride and just to fly, man. That's true. That is true. So. Or other people to buy him a beer. <laughs> Nate, I'll buy you a beer, man. Come on. I, yeah, I no joke. I'll, I'll buy you two. I'll bring the bottle. And also, while you're there, bring an orange soda so Kel can sign. <sighs> Let it go. Nope. Kel That's likes it. orange soda. Yes, he does. Dude, whatever. <laughs> I ruined that shit. You did. Is there a connection between Kel and Ric Flair? That nope. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, there is a, there is a connection because they're both at Comic Palooza. Oh, is, is that real? Yeah. It okay. is. Yeah. yeah. See, there is a connection. Anyways, we got to see... And also, NSYNC member is going to be there. Yes. Tyler is flexing in Daniel's face, for those who don't know. Anyways. It's like a booyah. So we got to see another Money in the Bank qualifier matchup. Uh, Dolph Ziggler going up against Dean Ambrose. And before that, uh, we alluded to it with the uh, Ziggler and Corbin match, <laughs> or <laughs> backstage talk, whatever they had. Uh, Ziggler is like, oh yeah, you want to see technical wrestling? Watch, watch my match later on tonight. And so here we are, we got it. What did he say? He goes, I never was uh, into WWE. I was just a guy who just beat up kids on the little playground, punks. little punks on the playground. I thought that was good. I thought that was a good promo because he didn't deliver you, it well, but the substance of the promo was good. It kind of goes with. Well, I don't know if it goes with it. You know how like he wasn't into the Indies or whatever. He wasn't into whatever the main thing is. But he's just still there to kick your ass. Yeah, yeah, his character is he doesn't he doesn't care he's not here because he likes wrestling. He's here because he's good at fighting. Like he doesn't his character is I don't like care about your stupid fandom of this shit. Like I'm fucking cooler than that. I don't care. That's what I like his character a lot. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think it works. He just didn't deliver the promo. Very then well. he slapped Ziggler with his cock. Mm, don't recall that part. And honestly. Ziggler considers himself a technical wrestler? <laughs> well, he does have the amateur background. Yeah, but he doesn't like use it in his matches. No, yeah, he doesn't. No. Nothing about his offense, which is extremely limited, screams <laughs> technical to me. Technically, he hit the guy, but he just made it look like he hit himself more. Technically, he's wrestling, if that's what he means. <laughs> so, Dolphin Ziggler says, you want to see technical? Watch my match. And then he goes out and loses. So <laughs> Watch this. What there you some, have it. 
His offense consists of a drop kick, rocker dropper, zigzag, the repeated elbows. That's pretty much all he fucking got. He's got that DDT thing where he like he like hangs yeah. up and he comes. What yeah. is says technical about any of that shit? No. Well, no. what about the part where he does the stinger splash? Technically, he's wrestling. <laughs> Super kick. Super kick. Yeah. And the famouser. Don't forget about that. Well, I said rocker dropper. Well, that's not the famouser. It is the famous sir. It's just it's not called they, the famous sir. Well, that's what it was called before. It was called the famous sir. Fame asser. Fame asser. Yeah, that's what it's called, sir. Not Nowadays, man. in today's WWE, the famous sir. Anyway, whatever. Dean Ambrose ends up getting the victory. Anything to really take away from the matchup? Anything nope. On Dean Ambrose's side, it was Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler in a battle of who could care less? <laughs> yes. And I guess the answer was Dolph Ziggler? Technically. Technically speaking. Uh, <laughs> that takes us uh, into the uh, the main event of the evening. Uh, Kevin Owens and AJ Styles for the qualification match. But before that, AJ before. Styles was cutting a promo. He uh, said, you know, if it hadn't have been for the Usos and it hadn't been for Gallows and Anderson, I would be WWE champion right now. And that prompts... Gallows and Anderson to come out and say, what do you mean if it wasn't for us? If it wasn't for us, you wouldn't even been in that matchup. You wouldn't be where you are right now and all that other stuff. I told him, you know, I told you I wanted to do this by myself. Mm-hmm. I'll interject yourself in the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't want to throw the friendship away, but professionally. Yeah, that's when they got pissed and were like, you know what? Friendship's over. They jumped the gun. Friendship's over. And I unfriend you. Yeah, they unfriend them and stuff and Blah, blah, blah. They walk away. They're not friends anymore. They don't like to talk things out. No. They, they need action. They Shut get, up and fight. They get pissy and they walk away. Just fight. Damn it. But uh, that's what I thought at the end of this match that they were going to attack AJ. I did too. I thought they were going to come back and cost him the match. I was surprised to see him take another loss after that. Uh, yeah. I was a little surprised by that. Unless well, how they play this is... AJ loses for a while, or maybe that just mat that match, and they just come and taunt him. They'll see him and they just taunt him, and he gets mad, tries to fight him. Or something. Nah, I think we're gonna get a. Um, you can count me among the people who think we're gonna get a AJ Balor versus Dawkins Carl, <laughs> and then the Balor turns on Ooh. AJ. Interesting. Like the like club's gonna. Fuck I got with another AJ. member of the club to take you like, guys down. Yeah, like the club's gonna fuck with AJ because they're pissed, and AJ's gonna be like, "Well, I'm gonna get back up," and it's gonna be Balor, only for Balor to turn on him. Balor's gonna be like, "You think you started this club? Who do you think really started it? Let's be honest." So that's I'm in I'm in the league with people who think that's gonna happen. I don't know. What do you you're in a league. That is a league of extraordinary gentlemen. If uh, when do y'all get together? Technically. Uh, whenever Alan Moore calls, then I'm just like, okay. <laughs> just get up and go. So, uh, Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. What did you think of the matchup? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Um, I was kind of surprised he won cleanly. Yeah. Or like AJ just, I don't know why, I just I was, was. I mean, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Tyler. I thought the club was going to come back out and cost him the match. Mm-hmm. But that just adds to the effect of this is a spoiler, I'm going to say. Spoiler! Um, he uh, they interview AJ on SmackDown and he's um, sad. Who? Um, I don't know. Someone interviews him okay. backstage. They. You know what's what's next for AJ? He goes, I don't know, and just walks away. 
Oh. See, I get like where they're going or where they were trying to go, but I thought they did it like a little clumsy. Hmm. Well, that pretty much does it for Raw. So we have five participants in the Money in the Bank ladder match. There's going to be at least one more that we know of on SmackDown. So uh, don't yeah, we know six? Go. Didn't Tyler spoil Doria? Well, we've got five that have already oh, is, punched is, their is ticket. Is Doria in that five? No. Oh. Doria's matches on SmackDown. It'll be six. Oh, there's seven. It or could eight. be Zack Ryder. Is there seven or eight? Seven. He's already spoiled it. What do you mean? Seven. We already said. I haven't spoiled the seventh because I don't know the seventh. Uh, well, I mean, I, he spoiled the door. Yeah. yeah. We already said it. <sighs> what if Zack Ryder won? Huh? If you're planning on editing that out, good luck finding both of these parts <laughs> where we spoil I can it. do it. Fine. We'll just delay the show. Fine. I don't care. Damn. Fuck. See if I care. See if I care. I already said all the shit I'm going to say. <laughs> Technically. I've already heard what I had to say. <laughs> Now I gotta edit out all this shit too. Anyways, so that pretty much closes out Raw. What were we about to say something? Mm. Oh, okay. We were like, now cue us back in. Nope. All right. There's blood everywhere. I was gonna say you're never gonna find it. Oh, I could find it if I wanted to. Well, if you take your time. If I took my time, it wouldn't take me that long. It'll take an hour. Oh. Okay. Or two. So uh, with that being said, let's move into the hot topics for the week. Um, we had some more releases. And all that other stuff. One kind of shocked the, uh, the the wrestling world. That being Cody Rhodes asked for his release and uh, was granted it. So um, he he made a, uh, a statement. post, a statement on his Twitter account, giving his reason, saying, I'm not going to do interviews. I'm not going to, you know, go on any talk shows or anything. Here's here's my statement. Take it and have a shoot interview. Huh? No, he's basically saying, here's, no, I'm just saying, I'm here's just my joking. official statement. Yeah. So um, we'll start with you, Doug. What, did, what were your thoughts when you heard Cody Rhodes uh, got released? And then what were your thoughts when you read his statement? Uh, it was surprising in the way that any any guy or girl, for that matter, who asked for their release, for their release seems a little surprising, Please. regardless of like how prominent they are on the card at the moment mm-hmm. it always is a little shocking to be like if they asked to leave or whatever so in that i was surprised in that regard um as far as his statement um i could buy his statement i mean it, he basically blames the writer he, he basically says he pitched a lot of stuff he's he basically said he would he's he didn't want to do stardust anymore mm-hmm. god bless him because nobody wants to see stardust anymore <laughs> And uh, he basically said he pitched writers like numerous things. He's done like videos, he's done like meetings, whatever, and they just act like too busy to to run with or to acknowledge any of his pitches or to run with anything. He basically uh, he basically accuses one. He doesn't name the writers, but he basically accuses one of like being more interested in hitting on the NXT women. I don't know if he means Ryan Wood with that because Ryan Wood was the guy who was writing NXT with Triple H and now he's the guy who writes SmackDown. Mm, that wow. is pure speculation and he doesn't name Ryan Wood. Allegedly. I'm just saying, it's not even alleged. It's just pure unadulterated speculation. Like, I'm just trying to guess who Alleged could, speculation. Who he could be talking about. I mean, if you're going to edit anything out, I'll edit that out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to guess who he could be talking about. But um, yeah. who knows? I don't know. Uh, it's a little bit shocking. There, it does seem to be this sort of 
uh, current of uh, the wrestlers sort of like being unhappy and standing up for themselves, which I think is overall encouraging because I think like the be- the the more these guys and girls can um, make themselves be treated better, I think it's like better for everyone overall. So you know, it's also sucks is the writers they pick favorites. I assume you know by what we we're hearing, you know. But it shouldn't be that way. They should try to have something for, you know, everyone, you know? Well, I mean, this that's a little bit different than what Cody's sort of, like, um, alleging. But I think in general, like, the um, – I think what happens a lot of times with the writers, just from what I gather from what I hear, is that you're basically writing for an audience of one, which is Vince. Like, if they want to get any of their IDs, IDs, ideals passed through, it has to please Vince. So they're basically writing – to get through him and they probably like after working with him for so long they probably say well i know he likes this kind of stuff and i know he sort of likes this guy so they're probably pitching material for certain guys and certain ideas just because they think that's what will get past you know so i don't know i mean i'm sure people do like pick favorites but i'm sure it's a lot of that other just like what can i even get through events to you know so i don't know whatever yeah very true. Tyler, what were your thoughts when you heard uh, Cody Rhodes had been released? No, um, it sucks, but they're not doing... I mean, they had the Stardust thing with him, and it, it didn't really do that great. And yeah. it feels like they're not doing anything else with him, so let him go and do his own thing. Find mm-hmm. it somewhere else, you know? Find his own place. Yeah. Allow him to wrestle the way that he wants to. And, um, Doug, Create his he, own character, you know? Yeah. The way he wants it. Try yeah. things out, you know, not by the machine. Mm-hmm. Did either it. of you guys happen to see that test foot, footage video that he did as a, as a Tony Stark type yeah, character? So, no. He tweeted it out on his account. Pretty interesting. Supposedly Dream sort of produced that to him before he passed. Hmm. Wow. Or at least he was like really into it or whatever. I didn't think it was that good, mm. to be honest with you. Did you watch it or you just saw like the? I, I saw like a, a few seconds of it and that to was be honest, it. it was a lot of Eden instead of a lot of Cody. Eden yeah, did most of the Eden was talking a lot about him, and then I had to turn it off for whatever reason. Uh, but speaking of Eden, uh, Doug, you sent sent a tweet our way, um, alluding that Eden might also be on her way out. That's, I mean. Cody basically said on his Twitter, I didn't tweet you. I just sent you, you his, sent, yeah, you I sent sent us you his tweet. tweet. But uh, he was <laughs> Hey, uh, yo, Eden may be out. <laughs> I tag her in it. I think <laughs> <laughs> we laugh, but you know there are people out there that do that. Oh, um, shit, yeah. He basically said something about, like, a lot of people talk about, like, brighter die chicks and, like, Eden is just that. And he's like, you'll see in, like, the next 24 hours. So basically, I mean, anybody... And everybody's going to speculate that that means that she's leaving as well with him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's it seems to be what he's alluding to. going to be there and be, be by his side. You'll probably already know by the time you're listening to this right now. Yeah. Breaking news. Heard it here first. Um, if you didn't hear it somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know if we, we've talked about this. I don't see it on there. We didn't talk about uh, Ryback and his tweet. Uh, Oh, that's yeah, speculation. Hey, you guys want to see Ryborg at the Impact Zone? Whatever. You don't want to see Ryborg. I love that the most sarcastic comment back to him was, "Hey, if you're going to make complaints about not receiving fair pay, is Impact really the place you want to go?" (laughs) 
You got a point. There's another guy. He's like, hey, uh, yeah, right back. They get equal treatment over there. They get zero dollars. Yeah, everyone gets paid nothing. So, uh, man, that's crazy. So, uh, Ethan Carter tweeted out, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I actually got paid. Um, other bit of hot topic news. Uh, Sasha Banks is reportedly suffering from, uh, quote, significant concussion that she might I guess she suffered at a, at a live event. And uh, I want to say it was WrestleMania. Oh, I think wow. Because if she had that one like little segment that all the divas were in the Raw after WrestleMania, and I mm-hmm. think she may have had one match after that, but she didn't do shit after that. Yeah, she's been kept off screen. And, uh, you know, there's speculation that she was going to be bring, brought back for SummerSlam, but supposedly the concussions, you know, to the, to, the, to the level that they might keep her out of the ring past SummerSlam. Which is kind of shocking because that's you know still a, a few months away. So I guess you have to keep in mind that you got to build, you know, leading up towards it. So if it's that bad, then they're not going to let her compete. So hopefully she can come back stronger and and healthy. But uh, yeah, talk, I mean, it's, you never want to see that. You didn't want to see it for Enzo. You certainly don't want to see it for Sasha, especially when the crowd loves her so much. Um, so we'll have to see. But coming back next week, John Cena. So if you're a John Cena fan, be on the lookout for that. I'm sure he'll probably uh, feud with Rusev once again, maybe. Just call in sick, Ruru. Call in sick. Yeah. Oh, I can't wrestle tonight. I just, you know, got Lana wore me out the other day, and you know, just tired. Just gonna go home. <laughs> we have video cameras all the time recording. <laughs> you know, all that uh, security purposes. So with that being said, let's go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First question coming to us from Rosewood saying, Hey guys, great show. Hope all is well. What do you think is going to happen with Rusev? Not poop Rusev. I really like him and I hope his U.S. title reign won't end in him jobbing, to, jobbing out to Cena. Yes, the U.S. title open challenge uh, was great, but I feel Rusev can go really far if built properly. And Doug, I was with you when you said uh, you got... When you said WWE got it wrong, Rusev is the star, not Lana. Um, what do we think Rusev's future holds? Yeah, jobbing to Cena. Oh, hopefully I mean, not. I, I hope that this this return for Cena will will see a different change. Like maybe it'll be like, hey man, you're too old. I've you know I'm in the prime of my career. You're coming back from an injury. Yeah, and- hopefully like Rusev beats <laughs> Cena. It may not be on Raw, but if it ain't on Raw, this is gonna be on Money in the Bank. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just challenge him in raw, but uh, Cena's getting that strap back, son. <laughs> Rosewood also asked, "Do you guys think Cesaro would ever will ever be world heavyweight champion?" <sighs> it's tough, man. Vince yeah. do, Vince doesn't supposedly see it in him. So even with, I, I do feel like he's shown a like a more elevated like charisma since mm-hmm. uh, since coming back from injury, like with the suit thing and. The whole James like, Bond thing. Yeah, they're running around like like high fiving the people when he's gonna uppercut and shit. He's definitely showed like a like a more awareness of trying to be more charismatic, but uh I mean it's a again, it's like an audience of one. It's like is Vince gonna run with it and I don't know that he will. Yeah. Uh as much as I'd like to see it and I and I think he could. He he would be a fine champion. 
I just I don't I don't know. They they seem so interested in having Rusev, and it looks like Kevin Owens might be in that title picture sooner than later. Uh, you've still got Rollins, you've still got Cena, and if Orton comes back, these are guys that are going to be in the title picture. Unfortunately, not Cesaro. So maybe when Cena decides to call it quits and Orton decides to call it quits, he can get back in there. But I just don't see it happening at least anytime soon. What I think hurts him the most is he's not a strong promo. Yeah. He's got just a little bit of work to do on that, and yeah. Uh, but final question from Rosewood saying, uh, who do you guys think is the hottest female talent on the WWE roster? Not just wrestler and women on TV. My vote is for Lana. Hmm. Oh, like hot? Who's the hottest uh, female talent? Who's, who's got that rockin' bod? I'll go with Lana. Yeah, Lana? Talking to me. Um, yeah, I know we've answered this like in the past, and I know we've talked about like similar things in the past. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't really want to go there, just because. Instead of hottest, what if you said most attractive? Well, no, I mean I don't want to. See, the thing is, is between like now and the times that we would talk about that stuff with some regularity or at least answer those questions and stuff with mm. whatever whenever they were asked i have like had uh conversations that sort of made me like rethink and reevaluate like when it is acceptable to sort of like on to like comment on like a woman's like uh attractive level or like sexual appeal like unasked for mm-hmm. and i mean by her not by like I mean, obviously, we're being asked a question about it, but, like, so I kind of don't want to go there. And um, also, like, another part of that, I think, is that I know myself for a long time, I I, I think I think it's different whenever, like, when they were in the era of, like, bra and panties matches and stuff like that. Like, there is some level of sexual, like, objectification, like, in, like explicit in that. And mm-hmm. so, like, maybe commenting on who you think is hot in that is, like, on the table because it's so explicitly like objectification, you know, and there definitely was a time in the past where, uh, like th- them being like sex- sexual objects was the main thing about them. And the wrestling was sort of like the, the, the afterthought to that. But I definitely feel like, um, we've made some, at least some small strides in recent times where I think, genuinely i think the even if it's just for like br uh bullshit like pr like move ways i think that at least now the wrestling is at the forefront and mm-hmm. maybe like the attractiveness is like the the side dish to like they actually are trying to push them as wrestlers and i still think we have a long ways to come in that regard um because there's a lot of stuff they could be doing better about that but at least i think the the wrestling is the focus and not like the objectification of the women yeah and so I know that I, for a long time, have said, like, this is bullshit. I'm tired of, like, if I want to see, like, half-naked women or naked women, I'll go watch porn on the internet or whatever. Like, show me women wrestlers. Mm -hmm. And now that we're actually getting that, like, I want to, like, walk the walk if I was going to talk the talk. So if you were, like, saying, like, Let's 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 view these as women as serious wrestlers. Let's not just like talk about them as a. Let's talk about them as wrestlers and Mm -hmm. not about as eye candy. So that's where I'm. I I I just don't want to talk about it that way and it's not like disrespect to rosewood appreciate you listening to the show 
appreciate the interaction. Appreciate you like asking our opinion. I just don't want to get into it. I just feel like, you know, I just I think differently if, about it now. What if it was toned down a little bit instead <clears throat> of looking at them as eye candy and stuff like that? If you could take one on a date or I a, just have a dinner, I just want to like, <laughs> I just want I want I want to exclusively evaluate them as wrestlers because I don't think that they're necessarily asking for my like sexual attention or any mm-hmm. anyone else's. You know. Okay. Fair enough. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay, with that being said, let's go into Brian's question or question saying, Hey, crew, thanks for uh, continuing to crank out some great episodes lately. Your podcast is a great way to get through some uh, some time each week. And though I may not always send a comment in, I am always listening. Wanted to chime in on the poop versus shit debate first. I think shit is way funnier, but poop can work for a better expression when you don't want to be vulgar. Question for you. Do you find swearing in movies and TV shows funnier when it is bleeped or uncensored? An example of this would be on The Edge and Christian Show when they actually grew some legs and became a good show. Uh, I think it's just also what situation it's also how it presented because both can be funny. Yeah, but depend, like Tyler said, the way it's presented, um, if you go back on YouTube, this is like the early days of YouTube, there's a, there's a video called Buzzed Bunny. And uh, there was a censored and an uncensored version, and I personally prefer the censored version just because of how many beeps there were in such a short time frame. Uh, it made me laugh even harder than whenever there was the uh, the uncensored version. So, uh, you know, it can be to towards discretion, I guess. Yeah, it, to me, it's just however it's presented. Um, not one's not necessarily. Um, inherently funnier than the other it's just the presentation but i want to clarify that i don't think shit is funnier i just don't think it sound. i think it doesn't sound dumb i think poop sort of sounds dumb and i sort of hate when people say it but let me like be extra clear though like um it bothers me when people say poop but what really makes me want to punch someone in the fucking face is when people say poo poo i don't know why but it really i think it sounds real fucking stupid and i just hate it I hate I, it. I don't know. It's, it's irrational. I, I, I don't have any real reason to feel this way. I just fucking hate it. I like saying poop dollar from the workaholics. Yeah. So. That doesn't bother me because. Poop, but, when, but when someone says poo poo. Yeah, I hate that. Like when I I'm talking to their kid and be like, you got to go TT or poo poo? TT doesn't bother me though. TT doesn't bother me. It's what the, about pee pee? Because uh, I know one of those bugs Noah. What? Doesn't it? I don't think so. I don't want to say it. one of them does. Well, let's like, be honest. T-T I don't pee-pee. think I think. Or we makes them say, laugh. We don't say poo poo. You gotta go poo poo. Yeah, it sounds so stupid. <laughs> I want to punch. No, you. I agree with you. I agree with you. You're be talking to your three year old child. What? You gotta take a shit. <laughs> I, 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 I want to say that. I, I want to say that to I my kid. It. I get it. You can't say that, but like, I would prefer like <laughs> you got dump? a potty. I would rather them say you got a potty. About, I can get. I can get with potty. What about dump. Eh, dump's fine. <laughs> dump seems. Dump seems sort of like thirteen year old. What's like, the matter, uh, Tyler Junior? We got a shit. <laughs> Dump seems like I, the only word for shit I like is shit, guys. I've got, I'm sorry. Dump is fine, actually, but it seems sort of like 13 year old, like prepubescent, like fucking shithead who says dump. That sounds weird. <laughs> I like to say I gotta go destroy a restroom. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine that's with code. That. We know what it means, and yeah. 
Uh, Brian also says, don't want to take up too much of the show, but I thought Extreme Rules was great. The the weeklies have been improving as well since WrestleMania. Quick thing, I think the ref may have started the, a three count at the Asylum match too close to the thumbnack, uh, thumbtack pile. Looked painful. And yeah, there were a few of those thumbtacks that were rolling around. See, yeah. somebody said that Drake was the one who was refing that match. I got to go back and see. I don't remember. Like, they killed me so much, I don't know who the ref was. <laughs> I don't, yeah. But if anybody if anybody would know how to ref a fucking plunder match, it's Drake Younger. But, see, the thing about that is uh, most, most like, deathmatch companies and, like, people who do those sort of matches with the regularity, they get their refs to wear gloves when they have those kind of matches. Yeah. And I don't mean, like, the latex, like, blood gloves. <laughs> I mean, like, the fucking hardware gloves that your hands yeah. are going to get fucked up on something. Yeah. So, uh, Brian goes on to say, happy to see Rollins. It made sense to keep him heel. I don't think an injury would excuse Rollins for all he did as a heel storyline-wise. I think they're going to play it out eventually through storyline, and they could make it great if they tried. I say give it some time, and it's okay because it makes sense, to me at least. Definitely think it'll be because the authority won't have much of an interest in him anymore. Uh, I do feel for the wrestlers who got released from what was probably a dream of a company to work for. As for those who walked out, mainly Mr. Rhodes, I commend them for having the balls to do what they can. Thanks for always being respectful to all the dudes who keep this great profession alive. Keep up the great work. Are there? I'm always going to ask you guys, are there any words that you like irrationally don't like? Like I don't? Like uh, the poop thing? Mm, not off the top of my head. I'm pretty much okay with just about any, anything. Is there any words? Weenus. You don't like weenus? I'm indifferent. Because <laughs> I thought Gerald made that up, and she's like, I'm pinching your weenus. I'm like, that's not a real word. Shut up. And then it, it was, and I think it's just weird because it's, it's your elbow fat. It's strange. Whoa, that's a real word. You mean someone that's a acknowledged slang for your elbow fat, or is that a real word? Let's look it up. Let's look it up. I don't we'll know. look it up after the show. It's fine. So, uh, He's looking it up. All right. You can look it up now. Um, look up weenus. So that's pretty much going to do it for is us this it week. Is I-S or U-S? Mm. W-E-E-N-I-S? I don't know. W-E-E-N-U-S? W-E-N-S. Just press that weenus sound bone. button. Weenus bone. Oh, W-E-N-I-S. Hold on. <laughs> weenus. Dry, loose skin of an elbow. It's a, That's Urban Dictionary. That could just be slang. Uh, I don't know if it's a real word or not. Well, it's on Urban Dictionary, so that counts. Uh, so. Oh, definition of dot com. Oh, it's on definition of dot. The second hit looks legit. It might be a real, real word and not just a real. I didn't word. think it was a real word. I was like, why are you making up that word? That sounds pretty dumb. I'm with you. Yeah. On that. Don't don't say poop or poo poo or weenus. <laughs> <laughs> not on this show, damn it! <laughs> you fucking assholes. <laughs> oh, hey, did you guys see the Shane thing? Oh, I watched I some of it. It's pretty boring, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it was, was so pretty, like although, dancing around all the hardcore shit. Yeah. yeah, and I did chuckle a bit whenever Foley tried to bring up Triple H and Shane was like dancing around it and then he's just like, no problems. Moving yeah. on. And it's like, oh, okay. It makes my sister happy. Yeah, it makes my happy. It makes my sister happy and it makes me happy. Moving on. Oh, like, if we damn. got a real fight, I think he'll beat me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to do it for us this week. Here on WNS. Make sure to submit your questions on our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, our YouTube channel, WNS Video. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes if you have iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. <laughs> uh, we're on Twitter. 
at WNS Podcast. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Aber. Slash Weenus. Don't say Weenus. <laughs> so that's going to do it for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Aber. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week.